It's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where we do connect the dots between our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual selves. And, you know, we got through 2020, uh, kind of, uh, I would say a lot of us uh, are pretty bruised and battered. And here we are in half of 2021. And we're still being challenged with COVID-19 and the variants um, or the deviant variants that are coming out, you know, from that particular strain of virus. And what do we need to do in order to protect ourselves? Uh, what I have been sharing with individuals, and I think it is paramount that we take a personal responsibility for our wellness. If you don't have your physical wellness, it's very, very difficult to think about the emotional, mental, and spiritual parts of who we are. So I send everyone to www.synergyconnectionradio.com. And there is a link there that will take you to Boomers Forever Young. And they are one of the sponsors of the show. I do use their products. And I think they're absolutely phenomenal, uh, world-class in many, many respects. But there are two products that are going to make the biggest difference in your life. Uh, one of them is vitamin D3. And I would hope that everybody understands that by taking approximately 10,000 international units of vitamin D, that your immune system is going to be able to handle pretty much anything that comes down the road. Um, you can get that product from Boomers. A lot of times when you go to a Walgreens or a CVS or your local health food store, they don't carry it in strains that are quite that large. And ours comes from lamb uh, lanolin, the, the wool itself, uh, you know, so it's vegan. Um, and that's important to a lot of people as, as well. Uh, you want the number to be 70 or above if you get a D3 test. And that is a simple blood test. So you can request that when you go in for your annual physical, or if you're wondering what it is, just have your doctor get a script and take it to your local, um, you know, wherever they do their labs. Um, the other thing is a C-reactive protein test. And that is your inflammation level in your body. Uh, if you understand that every disease comes from inflammation and you want that number to be below a one. Mine happens to be a 0.3. And so there's very little inflammation running around inside my body and hopefully no disease, you know, is running around in there too. Um, but we have a product at Boomers uh, that I use. It's called Gladiator Barley and it's actually a sprout. So it's gluten-free. And it goes in and removes toxins, it rebuilds muscles, and it also fights inflammation. And over the age of 50, I don't think many people understand this, but you lose 1% of your muscle mass every single year. So by the time you hit 60, you've lost 10%, 70, you've lost 20%. And the biggest reason that people will end up dying down the road is a fall. And they fall because they don't have muscle to hold up their skeletal structure anymore. So, you know, people listening to this, please, please, please take personal responsibility. Go find out what your numbers are, your C-reactive protein below one, your vitamin D3 above 70. If it's not, go ahead and use some products that are going to restore those two areas so that you can live a very long and healthy life. 
And then you can work on the emotional, mental, and spiritual facets of who you are. Make yourself a complete human again, because we start off that way as babies. We're absolutely complete and happy and joyful, and we lose that along the way. So uh, having said that again, www.SynergyConnectionRadio.com. I have as a new guest today, somebody that I am personally enjoying getting to know. Her name is Mary Crawford. Hi, Mary. Hi. (laughs) And you've had 20 years studying energy work. So we have that in common. Um, You help people connect to their bodies. And then also you said to truths that are on a deeper level, the truths that are personal truths within each of us. And we all have our own purpose and our own reason for being in existence. Um, You also offer a free consultation uh, at uh, thejoyofbeingwell.com or they can contact you at Mary at the joy of being well. Is that correct? That's right. All right. So we're going to do a really, really fun program um, talking about dousing and uh, using this method to understand trapped emotional energy, um, nutritional, maybe wellness a little bit better for each person, whether they need maybe certain nutritional supplements in their life or not, and physical ailments and maybe how to get rid of them. Uh, if they're currently a problem. So I'm going to toss it over to you and we'll go from there. Okay. Well, the first thing I want to clear up, um, when people hear dousing, a lot of times they think, oh, witchcraft or dark magic or something like that. Right. Um, and, And what I really want people to understand is that it's your higher consciousness that you're connecting with. Mm -hmm. your own personal truth. You know, um, if you've ever done muscle testing, um, your body cannot lie to you. Right. And, and basically we are using a tool like a pendulum um, or a dousing rod or um, L rods or, you know, there's various different tools. You can even use a paperclip on a piece of string um, as a a pendulum. uh, Pregnancy, you know, like, to see if the baby's a boy or a girl sometimes. I, well, sir, you know, when we were teenagers, we all tried that, you know, uh-huh. but we didn't really know what we were doing. And we thought it was some, we were calling in some energy force outside of ourselves, but right. we weren't, we were right. just connecting to our own inner knowing. And the tool that you're holding in your hand is picking up the vibration of your higher self, your knowledge, your knowing, and translating it into um some direction that you have already through your own intention decided is going to be the way that you communicate with your higher self using this tool. So for instance, I'm just going to show you a chart that I have here and there's so many charts available online. Um, So I can decide by using this chart that when my pendulum swings to the right or goes up and down, it's showing me a yes or when it swings to the left or goes back and forth, it's showing me a no. And it can also go to different numbers. I can ask that it be percentages from zero to 100%. It can go to negative percentages, negative numbers. Um, So there's a lot of different ways that um, you can use a chart like this to get answers to all kinds of questions. And I love teaching this because we really explore all the different kinds of questions that you can get answered. I have a question for you now, because I 
I have an amethyst pendulum that was made for me. And I also have an angelite pendulum. Okay. Um, and so I do use them frequently. Um, generally, they give the same answers, not always. I think the stone maybe is a part of that. I'm not sure. Um, but when I was taught the, that I needed to ask, show me my yes and show me my no. Because mm -hmm. my yes is a clockwise circle and my no is perpendicular. So it's the opposite it's, of what? No, it's a clockwise circle. It, it might've shown up differently on the Zoom, oh, but it is a, a clockwise circle. And, and here's, here's the deal. There, a lot of people have been taught that, um, you, you know, taught that way, show me my yes and show me my no. Mm -hmm. My feeling in having done this for so long and, and worked with a lot of different dowsers is that um, what if you can just tell your body what is easiest for you? Mm. What is going to make sense to you? Okay. Um, and, and, and so if you, it's, it's kind of, you could say you're training it or you could just say, I'm just using my intention to direct how I want to get the answers. Mm-hmm. Okay, so make it simple for you. Everything in my life is about making it simple. You know, we don't have to make everything so complicated anymore. We don't have to do, use lots of symbols and, and different, you know, processes. And, you know, sometimes you'll pick up a dowsing book that says, well, you have to program your pendulum and you have to cleanse it and you have to do all these things and don't let anybody else touch it. And, I've heard that too. You know, and it's like, okay. If that's what you believe, that's probably true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if you beliefs create. If you don't believe that, if you believe that once you have that pendulum in your hand, it's really instantly connecting with your energy. And, uh, and then we'll give you the answer that you're looking for. Mm. We'll give you the truth. Um, in the class, I teach people how to ask questions. But the first thing I always start with is how to make sure you're clear and balanced. How do you do that? Again, it's intention. Um, I have a, a short, um, and you could call it a prayer, I guess, or it's just a setting the intention that all energies, anything, thought forms, patterns, imprinting, anything that does not serve me or does not belong to me, I command leave me now. Mm. Just get out of here, right? Okay. You are strong. You are powerful. You don't have to hang on to these things that aren't serving you. Right. And, and then things like to hang on to you anyways, <laughs> whether it's living people or entities, right? Right. Maybe you have cords attached. Maybe you have just other energies that have kind of hung around. You know, it used to be that I would go to the grocery store and come home with four or five entities attached to me every single time. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did you know that and they were attached? And I would just, I would, I would know because I'd be like throwing the things in the cabinet and I'd just be angry for no reason. And then I'm like, this isn't me. <laughs> Who is this? You know? And so I'd, I'd go to my, my space and I, I'd, I'd just say, okay, whoever you are, get out of here. You don't belong, go to the light. If you need help getting on here, I'm calling on my team to escort you, you know, whatever it is that works for you. Um, and I would just instantly feel different. Just, just like this peace settles over you and you feel calmer. And uh, so, so that's the first part of it. And then the second part of that 
incantation or, or prayer is I call on my team of 100% love. This is my guides, my angels, whoever that is for you, um, whoever, whatever higher source it is that, that you sometimes connect to, to guide you and to get wisdom. Um, connecting to your highest self. I call on my team to be with me now 100% and to bring me only truth, nothing but truth, light, love, and truth. And thank you. And so you're, you're asking that you be clear. And then sometimes if I'm, if I'm prompted, I guess, I will just check in with my chakras and say, am I balanced? Is my root chakra balanced? Is my sacral chakra balanced? And I will ask to balance it because I, I can go right through really quick and just with intention say, clear and balance, clear and balance, clear and balance, and go right up through the chakras. Do you move above your crown or do you stop there? It depends on, on what I'm prompted to do. Usually mm -hmm. when I get to the crown, everything just opens you know, okay, like, okay and and also when you know the root i'm also connecting to the earth right right i'm very connected to the earth i think the earth is our source for so much everything that we need in our physical body we can get from the earth there is very, a, there's a local park that i go to a lot and especially all during 2020 because uh i i felt like at least there the uh, ospreys, the, there was an eagle, there's a lot of blue jays, uh, there wow. were three manatees that came in, there were dolphins, and it's only, a, oh gosh, maybe a 10 minute drive from where I live. So I would go down there a couple of times a week just to watch the sunset and to have, the, they have, um, I, I have no idea how many live oak trees that are all mm. throughout this. So it's, it's a very tranquil setting. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of orbs that are there. It used to be the grounds at once upon a time, like in the 1918s uh, era, um, was an orphanage. And so there were a lot of children that were, you know, living on the premises that had lost their fathers, mothers, you know, during World War I, um, you know, in combat or, or whatever. And they ended up at this orphanage. But this park became mm -hmm. very symbolic of grounding, you know, going back into sinking your roots. And about two weeks ago, um, I was there. And one of the few times that I got in the water, because a lot of times, I'm not, you know, gonna necessarily wade around in the water. But on this particular night, it was really pretty, it wasn't cold. Uh, the water had come back up to about an 89 degrees temperature, and um, the tide was out far enough. And so you know, we, um, the person that was with me, uh, we walked in and they had all of these little snail shells. And I had no idea. Number one, I didn't know that snails never have to get a new shell. Their houses grow with them. And I don't know why I didn't know that, but I mean, hermit crabs have to go get new shells and mm -hmm. fiddler crabs do. And mm -hmm. so I just thought all of these little crustacean kind of guys did and snails don't. And so there were really pretty blue ones and green ones. And they were just all over, you know, in this one little cove where we were. So I think sinking your feet into sand and water also is really beneficial or hugging a tree or walking in the grass barefoot. Um, and a lot of times it's just difficult for people to get grounded. Do you find that's true that 
you know, they can be in their heads so much that they forget about the lower half of their body. Totally. Not only in their heads, but even not in their body. There's a lot of zombies walking around. You know, oh, not feeding on everybody's blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you think about people who go through their life, you know, they go to work, they come home, they eat dinner, feed the kids, put the kids to bed, go to bed, get up the next morning, do it again, you know, yep. never, never stopping to contemplate what, why, how, you know, why am I here? What do I really want? Um, they don't give themselves time to really tap into their purpose and so anyway um yes in my work it's always one of the first things i check is um first of all do you have any energies that don't belong to you and then is your soul in your body let's bring Mm -hmm. your soul back because souls get scattered you know that project and that project and those people in that place and you know your your little bits and pieces of you are kind of all over the place sometimes and and so just bringing your soul 100% 100% back connecting with every cell in your body right. uh, is, is so important. And it just, it's kind of like wake up cells. You know, I talk a lot about loving the body and, and really specifically um, getting up in the morning, putting your feet on the floor and loving your toes mm. and, and moving your feet around, like just, you know, okay, loving all those little hundreds of bones in your feet, you know, thank you for being here. Thank you for working with me. Um, thank Maybe you for supporting me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Supporting this beautiful body, you know, supporting me through my life. Um, and then when people are, are dealing with specific illnesses or, or injuries, you know, really going to that spot and, and sending a lot of love to it. So we're not really talking about dosing now, but this is a lot of, of what I do and the work that I do is well I mean but like you said what's happening is you're making sure that the soul and the body are in one place where the dousing is going to work and you have to corral you know bits of your soul to get them all back together and if you're not very grounded then sometimes the energy of dousing probably doesn't work very effectively well people will get opposite answers yeah I don't think they would I would always I always um counsel people to to start by saying my name is and checking if you get a yes or a no. Uh-huh, <laughs> you know? uh-huh. um, and if you get a no, it's telling me right away, either you, you're, you've got entities hanging on or you're just not balanced or you're not grounded, you know, just go through that little process, make sure that you're really present, you're grounded, you're in your body. And then you can begin to start getting answers that are really true. The other thing is to say the word truth before you ask a question. Just the word itself? Just the word truth. Just say the word truth. And do you ask it as a question or as a statement? Because I've heard both. I always ask a question. So let's say I'm when I, and also when I address my body, I address my body directly. I don't say body, you know, I don't say, would my body like this? I say, body, would you like this? Okay. So, um, so let's say I'm asking, um, truth body, would you like more water? Truth body, are you getting enough vitamin D? I'm getting yes on both of those right now, by the way. I'm dousing as we're speaking. Okay. Um, so, you know, anytime I'm talking to my body, I'm talking to it directly. Okay. And it will answer me directly. 
you know, with the pendulum. Sometimes I use the lean technique, you know, where you're uh-huh. just yep. leaning back and forth. I do that like, with crystals. Like if I'm um, picking a new crystal or if I'm, you know, helping somebody pick a crystal, I will have them hold it, you know, a, a very steady stance on, on the floor, mm-hmm. making sure that your feet are equally apart and not one in front of the other, and then holding it to their heart and closing their eyes because I said, you have to take one of your senses away. Otherwise it will try to keep you balanced. And so if you take a sense away uh, using just closing your eyes and then holding it to your heart, you're gonna lean either forward or backwards. And you know, backwards to me was always no, forward was yes. And right. sometimes a stone will literally propel me to take a step. I'm, I'm that much off balance. It will be that firm a yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and you can do the same thing if you're at the grocery store and you pick up, um, in your case, you pick up a carton of eggs. Body, would you like these? Yes or no? You know, mm-hmm. you're going to get a pretty strong answer pretty quickly. Um, oh, I just had a, a thought that went out of my head. Oh, well. <laughs> Did it gone. have to do with crystals or because we were with that right before? Um. No, it had to do with the moving back and forward. Um, and again, if you're if you say my name is and you go backwards, then you know you're not balanced, and then you go through that whole process again, mm-hmm. um, or maybe for the first time if you haven't done it. So there's also little tricks for testing if you're getting the right answer. Like let's say you're trying to pick something that's really emotional for you, like a new doctor. And it's really important that you get the right one who's going to be harmonious with you and, and all of that. And so you're, you're, you're looking at three different people. You write their names down on pieces of paper, fold them up, mix them around so you can't see them. And then each one, douse over that one or put it in the center of your chart and say, truth, body, is this the person you'd like to work with? Put that one away. The next one, truth, body, is this the person you'd like to work with? Until you and I would come back to that three or four times until um, you get the same answer a couple times in a row. And, and then, uh, so you put the no ones to one side and the yes one, and then open them up. What I what I teach in my class is that I have them put a mark on the back side of it that they're not going to see. Okay. Like a yes or a no, and then turn it back over so they can't see it. You know, and and just keep checking it that way. Okay. And it's surprising. I mean, you're buying a car or you're trying to pick a new house or an apartment. Um, there's a lot of stress involved in that and a lot of emotions and, and it can throw off the answers that you're getting because you might not even be asking the right question. You might be, you might find that it's, it's not so much, you know, body do you want to live there but body is this going to benefit you or body is this going to be healthy for you or you know maybe there's different questions you need to ask um you might decide that you like it there but it might turn out that your neighbor is 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 horrible and you know it doesn't turn out to be a good place you know well or that there's toxic air or something like that exactly i I mean i was thinking there's a number of different things um where i currently am living i've lived for a long time and what attracted me is that it, it's like I'm in the trees. So I'm, I sort of have like a tree house in some ways. Oh, um, nice. Every, every window I look out, I'm up in the trees. So I'm looking through the trees. Nice. And um, so it's a very soothing atmosphere for me. 
But having said that, the neighbor down, you know, like I'm on an upper level. So the neighbor that is immediately below me, I've had eight different ones in the 20 years I've lived here uh, that have moved in and out of these condominiums. And sometimes they're perfect matches and other times, you know, they're not. And I can't control that. It doesn't appear. Uh, so I just have to, uh, they move in and if it's not a good fit, usually they don't stay very long. So I don't know whether something happens in their life that makes them move on. But it's like, thank you, God, <laughs> because well, your your energy is just so strong that they can't they're not comfortable being around it. Mm, that could be um, the other thing you can do is when somebody's moving out, you can, first of all, do, you know, some energy work on the apartment itself. Mm-hmm. and make sure that you're you can clear it you know i have two levels of classes that i teach the first class is really about how to use the tools how to ask questions how to know that you're getting the right answers but the second class we really dive into the energy work we we dive into changing energy it's really a lot about quantum physics and mm-hmm. you know you can't destroy energy but you can change the form of energy like one of the things we do in the class is we change the molecular structure of water so that so like um, Dr. Emoto's work. Yeah, kind of. Um, we do some some really intense clearing on water and we're taking like water from the tap that has the chlorine and the fluoride and all this stuff in it. And, you know, you wouldn't want to drink it. It tastes terrible. And, and then um, after we do the clearing work, it feels different. It's like glides down your throat and it doesn't have any odors and it tastes sweet. And, you know, just from doing the energy work on it. You do that like maybe with a whole gallon of water so it lasts for a while? And and the other part of that is you put the intention into the water that any other water it comes into contact with will take on the same properties. Oh, that's nice. I have stories um, from different dousing instructors and mentors that I've worked with over the years um, where they've been able to change ponds and lakes um, by taking some of this cleared water and dumping it into uh, a polluted body of water. Really? That's fascinating. Have it, I know, have it actually change. In fact, it's a big movement across the world right now to, to help clear up our water by, by blessing water and, and adding it to these bodies of water. Well, we need to uh, figure out a way to energetically bring water back to the western part of the United States. I saw a post the other day where somebody said, okay, we make oil pipelines. Why can't we make water pipelines? Right. And I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> there's so much water like down in Texas and Louisiana right now that they sure could use out in New Mexico and California, right? Exactly. So why? But there's no money in that. Right. You know, where's so the money going to come? Right. Financial gain is the... Yeah, it's really frustrating because um, probably 10 years ago, minimum, they could have started on salinization plants, you know, so that they would be able to convert all the salt water that's out there in the Pacific Ocean, you know, into potable, drinkable water. I mean, it's there, but, you know, it's not of any use to anybody in its current configuration. And yet, the I don't know, the progress could have been made because they could see what was coming. And what was happening so yeah i have hope for the future i i really do i think there's some amazing humans coming to the planet right now 
just beautiful beings. So um, I think uh, I, I never give up hope. I just think we're going to figure it out. Even in the 12th Pretty hour, it can be done. We're going to figure it out. Yep. Yeah. So let's look for a couple of seconds here about if you were looking at someone's, let's say, health and wellness. Mm -hmm. um, do you work with the quantum energy, I guess the physics of that as you look energetically at whether on a cellular level, because I tell people, I said, we're 50 trillion cells that are all vibrating. And if you change the vibrational frequencies, you change everything. Right. So, you know, but most people don't begin to really understand that. And if we live 95% of the time in the intellect, which unfortunately we do, so we're not using heart coherence, we're not thinking, you know, and making decisions intuitively with our heart, we're doing it, you know, intellectually, which mm -hmm. is almost always wrong. Um, so, you know, when you're looking at their health and wellness, how do you go about using dousing there to maybe change those internal okay. beliefs? So I, okay, so first of all, my belief and, and from my work, this has been borne out again and again, is that pretty much every physical ailment is actually emotionally begun. It's an emotional energy that's stuck in the body. Right. So I will start by asking questions, body, where would you like me to go first? And sometimes I will get toxins. And I will immediately go and check, okay, are there toxins in this body? What kind of toxins? Where are they coming from? And can we clear it? Um, you know, when I'm dousing, I'm always asking, can I, may I, should I? Mm -hmm. Can I do that? Do I have the ability? May I, do I have permission? And should I, is this for the best interest of everybody involved if I do this? So can I, may I, should I clear this energy? And so with intention, I ask that, neutralizing all of that toxin that came from the medication that you took and ask, ask that it either be turned into the energy of love or completely sent down to the earth or the earth can turn it into butterflies, you know, mm -hmm. just releasing that energy from your body. Um, sometimes I will get parasites or um, different things like um, bacteria or virus. Again, I can do the same thing with those. So that's often where we start. And then um, the next thing that often comes up is um, a misalignment. Now you can have a misalignment in your kidneys. You can have a misalignment, obviously in your spine or in other bones in your body, but also in, in the internal organs and glands in your body. And then you ask, where does that misalignment come from? What's causing it? And that's when we go to the emotional undercurrent that's, that's stuck there. And the other part of that is that that emotional energy oftentimes isn't even yours. You might have inherited it from your great, great, great grandfather who was in a war, who just had so much horror surrounding him that he didn't know how to deal with it. It got stuck on the DNA and passed down through generations to you. And science has actually proven now that emotional energy is passed down on the DNA stuff that we've been doing for 20 years, yeah. you know, they've actually proven. So, all right. So that would lead me to ask, and you can confirm this or we say I'm off on a different tangent, but that would make sense because we know that there's familial patterns 
of cancer, heart disease, diabetes, you know, mm -hmm. uh, different endocrine issues, um, yeah. you know, poor immune systems. Um, and so if that was the case, then that could be that DNA link that would mm -hmm. have been traveling from many generations ago. And so now you can go in and heal it. Mm -hmm. And what's so cool, well, when I first started doing this um, and finding out, so let's say this was passed down from your mother's side of the family and it's, it's the energy of abandonment and um, it's, it's stuck in, in your, it's stuck in your heart. So I start to ask to release this energy. And when you call up an energy, it's like, okay, finally you see me and now I can leave. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Cool. So you call it up and then it can leave, but it's not just leaving you. It's leaving all of those ancestors and your descendants as well. And when I is do ready, this, yeah, is it ready to leave at that point? <laughs> well, when I when I do this, um, I see all of these like energies around me. I see faces, smiling faces. I see cheering and clapping, and and oh. they're like so joyful that you are getting rid of this energy. Um, and yeah, it's released from all of them, and mm -hmm. from your children as well. So if somebody had a history in their family, and of course we don't, we can't go back that far with medical records, but you can go back pretty far. So, I mean, if uh, your aunts and uncles and everybody else was dying of cancer, which to me is allowing somebody, or, you know, not knowing how to not let things eat away at you. I always kind of associate it with that, that you, you keep hauling over. It's like a cow chewing on its cud. You know, you just keep kind of doing and doing and doing and doing and not realizing in many cases that you are um, allowing, you know, your body to destroy itself through that emotional attachment that you have. Um, You're stuck in that pattern uh -huh. and maybe don't know how to get out of it. Right. And maybe don't even have any idea that it's not even yours, that it's been handed guess. down to you. Right. right? Other than people saying, and, and I don't know, this is something else that always kind of bugged me. When you go in for um, your annual physical, or if you're going to a new dentist or you're going to whoever it might be, and they have you fill out the paperwork, they always ask someplace in the paperwork, you know, how did your brother die? How did your sister die? How did your mother, how did your father, how did your grandparents? But they look for those patterns as though to say, well, then that is your lot in life too. And, you know, and I've said to so many individuals, you can stop it anytime you want. But any gene can be turned off. Any gene can be turned off or turned on. Or turned on. Yeah. Um, and I, I, we've come so far with genetic testing. Mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of like a doorway into understanding that, um, yeah, we have these genes that are, that are dictating things in our lives, but we haven't quite gotten to that place in science. Well, maybe some scientists, but not a lot of them have gotten to that place where they can, where they can say, well, it's just energy and, and we can change the energy of that cell. Mm -hmm. We don't, you know, the energy is following a pattern because it believes that cell believes that that's what it's supposed to be doing. 
I mean, if you've read Bruce Lipton or oh, Joe Dispenza and all of those wonderful guys, you know, that cell is following a belief that it's been instructed to follow right. because it's a belief that it's been born with, you know, um, and you can say, okay, little cell, you don't have to believe this anymore. Right. You can start believing that you are perfect and you're vibrant and you're growing in the most perfect, beautiful way. And you're assisting my liver to do all of the amazing work that it does. And I'm so proud of you. And I love you so much. And, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but also we can get rid of that pattern. Um, another thing I do is, is get into these core beliefs that we have. And most of those are inherited. Some of them are past life that we've come into. Like, let's say you've lived many lives as a slave and, and you or a servant or even, you know, some religious sect where, where you have to take the vows of poverty and chastity and all that, mm -hmm. um, that that energy can be so stuck in your energy field that it's really hard for you to ever feel love for yourself, feel valuable, feel, um, you know, that you have something to contribute, that you feel like you always have to be serving other people and that you don't deserve anybody to serve you. You know, these core beliefs that we get stuck with can be broken and released and that can really change people. That can really oh, make a difference. So again, it, the dowsing, I'm asking questions constantly. The dowsing is about asking questions mm -hmm. and getting really fast answers. That's really what it is. Um, I, what I, you know, when you talked earlier about um, turning off one of the senses, that's what it was. He said, you turn off, you close your eyes when you, when you do the crystal right. thing. Right. I work with my clients over the phone rather than on Zoom. Okay because I get distracted by the visual of that person and I can see their body and their energy when I don't see their face and the physical. Okay. So I've been doing it that way since way before we had zoom or any of that other stuff. And, uh, and it works great. I have clients all over the world who I can work with on the phone. Uh, we've got quite an electrical storm going on here. I don't know whether oh, no. you can hear the thunder or not, but um, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it, That's exciting. It, oh yeah. Um, uh, I don't mind storms. I think that they're exciting, um, you know, just again, because of the tremendous amount of energy that, that's present. They clear, they clear um, the air. They do. They? When I was a little girl, um, my parents were on vacation in New York and uh, we had a older lady that was um, a babysitter for my brothers and myself. And I've always been very headstrong and I was the oldest. And so, you know, she's corralling all of us into the basement. And the um, there's, you know, tornado warnings. And this is a little town in Indiana. So anyways, I was just fascinated with the color of the sky and the trees in our yard moving around. And I refused to go downstairs. <laughs> and so I, I watched the storm, we had, um, a whole bank of windows in the kitchen area. And I watched the storm from in there. And of course, everybody, the dogs, the cats, everybody's downstairs except me. And fortunately, you know, nothing happened. I mean, our house was fine. The storm was all around us. But my parents heard in New York after the fact that our little town was wiped off the map, was the way it was stated. 
And that was back before they had, you know, like it wasn't cell phones and Mm -hmm. there wasn't, uh, there was television, of course, but um, there was no way of knowing. I mean, for a couple of, I think it was 24 hours or more that they didn't know whether we were all alive or not. And I thought, how totally frightening. Uh, Of course, we've got the situation today in Miami-Dade with that building that went down and there's still 150 nine I guess people that are missing I know and so if you know that there's that many missing if they were alive someplace they would have been in touch with their relatives and said not yeah. perfectly okay I'm just I wasn't there so you have to believe that the majority if not all you know are deceased in that situation but wow yeah, yeah. so fascinating yeah it's yeah it's a major energetic disturbance on the planet yeah I would um, think so yeah, but also there's a lot of love pouring into that, into that energy right now. A lot of love, and the souls of those who have passed are also there with their families, you know, sending them love and encouragement. And even though they might not be able to feel it yet, those those souls are are with them. I don't believe that the souls of of the people that we are really close to in this life actually ever leave us um, in our lifetime. They're all we have to do is think about them and they're right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they don't hover if we don't want them to, but if we do, um, they're there to offer us just support and guidance and, um, you know, feeling loved. Right. I, so, uh, I just had uh, some surgery done uh, a week ago and my mom and my dad and one of my brothers and of course my husband is deceased and I could feel I I wasn't sure who was there but I could actually feel right before they put me under Um, thank goodness they give you versed before they do some other things because I remember prepping for the surgery and then I don't remember anything until I woke up in my room so it's not like the days of old where you were being wheeled down a hall and through doorways into the surgical area. This, this wasn't done that way. And, but I could, I could just absolutely feel that calm presence of we've got you, you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because they always do. They mm-hmm. always do. The latest information that's been coming through. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, yourself or from anyone else is that the energies that are coming through right now are from galaxies far beyond ours and there's so many souls spirits energies that are wanting to come and assist us as we're moving into this new space of being human on the planet this new um life that that everybody is is trying to just kind of move up to that we don't have to do this alone. There's a lot of help available for us if we just ask. Mm. Um, so how would people go about asking if that was the case? Make it simple. Just ask. I'm asking all the energies of any galaxy or any universe that wants to assist me to be here now and assist me. Help me with whatever it is that I'm working on. Help me understand my purpose. Help me feel the healthiest in my body. Help me... Um, find the love of my life, help me know that I'm on the right track, help me, you know, whatever it is that you want help with, and it's there for you. 
a, a part of what you're saying um, resonates really strongly because I still do private counseling. And I think people are afraid to ask. You know, they feel like, oh, no, if I'm here, I've got to do it myself. And that's just never been less true, really, than now. Um, you know, because I think COVID, when it's all said and done, um, there's some absolutely amazing benefits that will have come from it. Um, part of it is being aware of how much damage the human race is doing to our planet mm -hmm. and that we can reverse it. But a part of it is actually taking back control of our own personal lives. And a lot of people have given that away over the years to, you know, technology, to modern medicine, to, and there's a place for all of it. But when you give away almost all of your power to everyone else, mm -hmm. maybe this has been this wake up call that so many people needed just to yeah. say, no, no more. I'm yeah. capable of doing things. And whether it means going back to canning my own food, growing my own food, um, mm -hmm. you know, doing with less, you know, understanding the importance of relationships. There's a lot of beautiful lessons that I think came from having to be locked down and having to go within. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, the shift has been coming for a long time now, mm -hmm. at least the last 10 years or so. And it felt like this was just kind of like a kick in the butt. You know, you guys aren't moving fast enough. So here, let's give you some time off so you can really tune in. <laughs> you right. Know? Right. Let's give you let's give you the space so that you can really think about what direction do you want to go in and who are you and why are you here? You know, my my understanding of of being human on this planet is is that it's <clears throat> it's such an honor to be human because there are so many souls that would love the experience of being in a body that would love the experience of, of creating what we're creating, because just by being you, you're, you're part of the evolution of the species of, of humanity. You're part of the evolution of the planet. You're part of moving the whole planet toward that higher consciousness. Um, even if you do nothing then sit all day and just be human, you're still part of that evolution of, of moving us forward. And um, you need to understand that you are here because you had a very specific purpose and a very specific reason for being on the planet at this time. One of the things that I was told probably 20 years ago by somebody that was a channeler and um, he's, he at that time said um, that there are many of us that are part of the transcendence that you know that is why we're here and it's all different ages you know some of us are older some are going to be you know very young to carry on afterwards but it's all energetically moving people in a direction that is good that's that's a positive force as opposed to something that was destructive and we've been in a destructive path for quite like hundreds and hundreds of years and so it had to shift um, away yeah. from, from greed and from acquisition to sharing and to harmony and peace. Um, I have a, a stone that was given to me, a crystal. 
and it's a Lemurian. It's a, a quite a large one, but mm -hmm. it was given to me by a couple of uh, guys that I knew. Wow, maybe forty years ago now, and mm -hmm. it's an Isis. Mm -hmm. So um, it's quite rare, and I didn't understand at all. Not not in the tiniest bit when they gave it to me. I mean, I knew that I had special abilities, but I, I just, I didn't know anything about crystals. I didn't know anything about this kind of stuff. I, you know, energy, I was right out of grad school and just was kind of doing my thing in, in psychotherapy. But this um, Isis Lemurian crystal is probably the size of a man's fist. So it's, wow. it's, it's pretty good size. Okay. And I keep it in my bedroom with the Isis part of it pointed at me you know, so that five-sided um, part of the crystal is pointed at me. And um, they, they just said, you'll know what to do with it when the time comes and don't let it out of your sight. So it's just come along on this journey. And I'm just now beginning to say, okay, there must be something that is a part of that crystal and a part of me. But when you talk about, you know, like Lemurians and, you know, we... I was supposedly a Lemurian uh, at one point in time. And so when you talk about that particular group of individuals, they were all about peace and harmony and teaching and healing. You know, that's what their culture was all about. And it's interesting that they were right alongside of the Atlanteans who were all about science and uh, technology um, but evidently that particular group were more focused on acquiring than the um, Atlant or the Atlanteans were more into the acquisition of knowledge and technology and how they could use it to gain more as opposed to the Lemurians. And yet the, both cultures were gone in a matter of, you know, what could be today seconds. You know, they were there, they were equal in many respects and then they were both gone. Mm -hmm. So maybe they're coming back for, for the good now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here holding my um, Lemurian crystal as well, which mm -hmm. is always with me when I'm dousing. Um, oh, we have yeah. that in common then, wow. <laughs> yeah, um, I, have, I have to show you this one. I, I was in a rock shop one time. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. Is it Azurite? Yeah, it's an azurite and some other things, and there's some copper in there. Yeah. But um, this I was buying all these crystals, and this woman said, wait a minute, there's something in the back room that needs to come out for you. And so she came out with this rock, and I put it in my hand, and it fit my hand so perfectly. Oh, wow. And I immediately had the sense that it was mine many lifetimes ago. And it had come back to me. <laughs> it had come back. Yes, absolutely. And it was just uh, as, yeah. So rocks, rocks, crystals. Oh my gosh. I'm surrounded by them here. I have, I have them all around me, but um, so I just want to um, getting back to dousing really quick. Is there anything that you would like me to douse on for you that you would like me to any questions you want me to check on just to play with it a little bit? Hmm. Well, let's see. How about dousing on? I am, I am trying to figure out, I know that I need to leave my current location. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I've been here for almost 20 years and it's time for me to be in my own place now, as opposed to the place my husband and I chose. And I didn't want to leave until I had a, a sense that it was time to go, that it wasn't just a matter of a, a, a I don't know, like a recoil where, yeah. you know, he's gone and now I need to strike out on my own. And so mm -hmm. a year went by, two years went by, three years have gone by, and it'll be over four years when I probably go. Um, it will be over four years. So I have a sense that I, I at one point thought I would have left the state of Florida. Now I feel like, no, I am, I'm supposed to stay here, uh, but just not in this location. I think I'm going to be, I'm being led to believe at least that it's going to be probably about an hour and a half south maybe but it could be north i don't know um so I'm getting, get yeah north is yes south is no oh really okay mm -hmm. that's interesting um and i i think i need to be in a um like a 55 plus kind of community rather than totally on my own um that's that's a yes and and it feels like it's supposed to be fun Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be a community with where you're going to be making a lot of friends, mm -hmm. you know, maybe game nights and dancing and fun stuff and fun stuff. I have uh, a couple more books that I want to um, get authored, uh, you know, done in the next, let's say five years. So I feel like that and the podcast and counseling is kind of what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life because I, I enjoy all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so, getting yes on all of that. Um, relationships. Okay, so give me specific. Um, what would you like? What what do you? Okay, so you're in a relationship now. Maybe yes. Okay, and did. Do you want that relationship to continue? I get a yes on that. Um, do you have a specific question about relationships? What about this teaching that you want to do, this class that's coming up where you're going to be talking about relationships? And Right. I think that that is critical for people to understand that because one of the things that I talk about a lot is the importance of all four legs, that mm -hmm. we are multifaceted individuals. And if you only focus on, you know, being successful, let's say intellectually in business, or you're only focused on your physical well-being, you know, you've missed the other two legs. And mm -hmm. um, so, but the title that I want to use is the intersection of spirituality and sexuality, that if we don't you know, look at how complex we are as people and talk to one another about our needs as mm -hmm. human beings that um, we can lose sight of a relationship that basically can be a very healthy relationship. But, you know, we think, no, that's not it. And we're off looking someplace else. So that gets 100% that title. Okay. Just so you know, okay. I, I, I thought it was a, a winner for sure. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I guess I look at is um, a current relationship that, that I've been in for a while. 
you know, is um, I, I know it's a twin flame. And for those listening, I, I think a lot of people don't quite know what twin flames are and they can be the most difficult relationships ever um, because you're, you're rubbing off uh, the last of the rough edges of who you are as human beings. You are the yin and the yang. You are, you know, the light and the dark. Um, you're a perfect match for one another. And yet the fit, you know, has to be sanded off in order for it to finally fall into place. And most of the time there is what they call a runner, you know, that, that says, no, 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 I cannot handle, you know, this much intimacy, this much openness. Uh, and the other one, you know, is kind of like, well, whenever you're ready, you know, I'm here. Um, but I, I am wondering sometimes, because I've been in this one for quite a while, whether or not it is meant to be in this lifetime. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it is, you know, we've both been in it. To and learn. do you, okay. So when I ask, can I and may I, I get, do you really want the answer? Yeah. And I get, I get no. And okay. I'm, I'm kind of thinking that that's probably the accurate part is that um, I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's ready at all. Well, I'm so when I say, do you want the answer? And I get a no, it's like, where would the fun? Here's, here's what I'm hearing. It's like, where would the fun be in, in having the answer before you get to play it out? Mm. That so, yeah, your, your higher self wants to play this out and okay. not have any answers ahead of time. All right. And, and that makes sense too, because I'm a planner. He's not, he's, he's like by the seat of his pants, whatever feels good. And I'm, I typically am more the planner and that's how I got through graduate school in a year rather than two years and undergrad in three instead of four. Is, Are you a Virgo? No, I'm a Scorpio. A Scorpio. Okay. I'm a Sag. So I'm with him. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the beauties that I have found is I have learned so much that I needed to learn mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have learned it any other way. True. Absolutely. And that's why you two connected so quickly and so strongly is because you knew that this was a, and you may have had a plan before you came here that you were going to connect and you were going to really pick up that knowledge that he had to share. And he was going to pick up the knowledge that you had to share, but you also knew that it wasn't going to be easy. Mm -hmm. right? right. But there's some fun in there too, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. and, and I think that's the beauty of relationships. If you do just let them be, mm -hmm. um, you know, and get, I have had to learn to get out of my own way because, you know, as a Scorpio, we tend to be kind of intense and um, we're drawn to the mystical part of life for sure. But um, there is a lot of, uh, I don't know, I guess every, everything I've ever done in life, I've always carried it to a successful conclusion. And so relationships, you can't do that with you have to just allow them to be. Yeah, you wouldn't want them to be a conclusion because then it's over, right? Then it's over, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's about it's about what's going to happen today and how can this be fun, you mm -hmm. know? 
I refer anymore to, um, I think I refer to everything as an adventure. Mm -hmm. You know, that if we treat it lightly and we just say, you know, let's see what's around the next corner and let's see what life has in store for us now. Because if we treat everything as a lesson, that, that kind of is heavy. But if we treat it as uh, fun, spontaneous, what did we learn from that? Then yeah. the adventure becomes one of discovery and we can discover about life and ourselves. And that's amazing for us, Scorpio. Good for to you. Do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Mm. So it makes life so much more fun, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's kind of like um, going on a camping trip and making sure you've got your um, marshmallows and graham crackers and chocolate because you know at the end of the day you're going to make some s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have them, then you find something else that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Well, Mary, it has just been a pleasure and we could probably go on for a couple more hours, but our hour has come to an end. Um, so again, I want you to tell everyone and it will be on the podcast platform, how to get hold of you, but, you know, tell them again, how to reach you and what you can do for them if they decide they want to reach out. Okay. Well, my website is thejoyofbeingwell.com. My email is mary at thejoyofbeingwell.com. And if you click on the calendar on my website, you will see the first item there is a free discovery session that you're welcome to schedule if you just want to chat. Um, if you click on services, you will see all the different kinds of programs that I work with, the different ways that I can help you. Um, Lots of fun things that, that we can do together. And um, I guess that's that's what you need to know. <laughs> Just go there and explore and see what, what speaks to you. All right. Again, I really thank you for being part of the show. Um, we're going to have you as a, an encore uh, performance uh, back in September. So um, we'll look forward to discussing more maybe about dousing and how it can benefit you know, a person's life and we'll go from there. So uh, everybody that is listening to the show, once they've heard this, if they want to look it up in the archives, they can go to the website, www.synergyconnectionradio.com. There's over 150 shows there now that they can scroll through. And there's always a synopsis that goes with each show and links so that you can find the individual after you've listened to uh, the program. So go out there and make it your very best life. I hope that uh, 2021 is treating everyone with a lot of joy and happiness. And if not, get hold of Mary and figure out how you can make it a better life. <laughs> so, Thanks, Lucy. <laughs> you're very welcome. Um, we'll uh, sign off for now and uh, tune in next week for the Synergy Connection Show. Bye-bye, everyone. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give 
us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.